Welcome to the Be Well Buzz podcast, your number one weekly source for natural health and wellness. Welcome to the Be Well Buzz podcast. This is your resident nutritionist, Sean Stevenson. And today we're talking about a topic that's actually a little bit taboo in our culture. And it's funny how those things that we need to talk about the most sometimes are the things that we never say a word about. The things that are done behind closed doors that seem a little bit dirty. And one of those things that are very, very important to our well-being that we never discuss is defecating or having a bowel movement or pooping, a.k.a. pooping. It's one of those things that we just don't talk about. And what tends to happen is because we're not discussing it, we tend to pick up a lot of bad information, a lot of bad practices, a lot of bad behaviors when it comes to the art and science of pooping. So today we're going to dispel one of the false teachings slash behaviors regarding pooping that has actually damaged a lot of people's bodies. And, you know, this stuff can be a little bit funny because it's taboo. You know, we don't really talk about it. But if we're going to be the greatest version of ourselves, we've got to have this stuff handled. And it really starts with learning how to poop properly. So let's start from the top. When you're actually sitting on the toilet in the standard Western world toilet that is in all of our houses, you have something called an anal rectal angle. And that angle is actually bent when you're in the upright sitting position on the toilet. And when that angle is bent, that basically means that the rectal canal cannot open completely. And that means you're not going to eliminate completely. And we'll put a picture of it actually along with the podcast so you can get a look at what I'm talking about. It's very interesting to see that, you know, when you're sitting up, that that anal rectal angle is actually bent off and it's compressing the pathway for your feces to be able to actually move out of your body. Versus what humans have been doing since the dawn of humanity, which is squatting. When you're squatting down, the rectal canal is completely open and you're able to eliminate completely. And most people don't actually know what it's like to have a complete elimination. And it's been a big challenge for people in our society and it's actually creating a lot of health issues, which we're going to talk in depth about today. I'm actually going to share with you six specific dangers related to certain diseases and health issues related to sitting on the toilet and not getting in the right position. So I'm gonna give you a little bit more information on how this is working. There's something called the puborectalis muscle, and it actually forms a sort of like a sling around your rectum. So it looks like, you know, when you've got a slingshot and it's kind of bent around your rectum, and this is absolutely essential and it's a great thing because it actually pinches off the rectum when you're standing and sitting and what this does is it ensures that you're not just accidentally dropping any cargo along the way so it's pretty important now again i said standing and sitting when you're standing it's pretty much pinched off but when you're sitting it just opens up slightly it's not completely open and obviously if that rectal canal is not completely open you're going to have to strain and struggle and push and be very uncomfortable and not have the best experience trying to move that feces out of your body, trying to get the stuff out. And that's just not how it's supposed to be. Going to the bathroom, number two, pooping, defecating, should be a natural, simple, easy process. Of course, it has a ton to do with what we're eating, 
But if you're not sitting in the right poop position, you could be eating the best raw food diet and the cleanest diet in the world. If you're not completely eliminating those feces, your colon is going to be dirty. You're going to have all kinds of other issues and things that we just don't need to deal with. If we're going to express the highest possibility of our genetics, we've got to have all this stuff handled. So definitely take a look at the picture so you can get a real good visual image of what I'm talking about. And this is something that's really common sense. It's very, very simple. You know, in nature, what do we do? We would squat down to use the bathroom. Now, since we're so civilized, we sit on the quote throne and we're actually thrown off of our natural pattern. We're thrown off of our ability to use the bathroom properly. And now I'm going to share with you some of the dangers of sitting on your toilet. And these are very real documented things. And the number one thing that I want to share with you that can happen by sitting on the toilet, on the common Western world toilet, is that in that position, the defecating human being can actually repeat the Valsalva maneuver several times with great force. Now, if you remember, if anybody's familiar with physical training, weightlifting, all that stuff, the Valsalva maneuver is something that we want to avoid because it actually puts a strong overload on the cardiovascular system. And what this can do is cause blood clots to detach, bleeding, a radical drop in your blood pressure, abnormal rhythms in the ventricle, and it can also cause cardiac arrest. It's a little known fact that a significant amount of people actually die on the toilet. And those are the people usually that have a higher risk of cardiovascular disease are the ones who are clocking out when they're trying to push with all their might and while holding their breath and creating this Valsalva maneuver. And it all could have been avoided if they would have been in the proper pooping position and letting the stuff go with ease and grace rather than strain and struggle. There was actually a study published in 2004 that compared the length of time needed to defecate using various postures. And it concluded that the sitting defecation posture versus the squatting, the sitting defecation posture requires, quote, excessive expulsive effort compared to the squatting posture. So you're basically sitting there a long time trying to push, trying to get whatever you can out. When in actuality, if you were in the squatting posture, it wouldn't be a challenge at all. This is why, you know, you go to people's houses and you see there's like a magazine rack there right next to the toilet because people are sitting there all day. And I'm sure that people are probably bringing their cell phones in there now on Facebook and tweeting and with their iPads and all that stuff trying to pass the time while they're trying to pass the poo. And it's just very, very abnormal. So if there's magazines there, please believe that those individuals are probably constipated which is the number two danger of sitting on the toilet, just general constipation, because you're not able to push the feces out through that anal rectal angle properly. And that's gonna lead to feces hardening and basically getting backed up. And you might be shocked to hear this, but people come into my office all the time who don't go to the bathroom, have a bowel movement for three, four, five, six, a week sometimes or longer. And it just blows my mind. Like, where does the food go? Where does it go? It's, it's just, it's, a, it's magic. They're David Copperfield. That poo is just magically, no, it's actually creating a tremendous stress on the colon, the intestines, period. It's just, it's a very, very poor situation. But when you drill a little bit further, you find out that these individuals tend to not have an appetite. 
because basically their body's just like, stop putting crap in me because I'm not getting the crap out. And this constipation can be avoided if the individuals are able to get in the proper position to be able to empty their bowels completely. And life is just so much better when you have that lightness of being that comes with completely getting rid of the stuff that you're carrying around, the waste that you're carrying around. So that's the number two thing. The number three danger to sitting on the toilet is something that comes along with that constipation and that pushing and trying to get the debris out of the body. And that leads oftentimes to something that are known as hemorrhoids. Now, hemorrhoids are very, very painful, swollen veins. Okay, these are actual veins at the lower part of the rectum or anus. And it's often associated with, you know, childbirth and that whole process. But it's funny, you know, I remember when I was a kid and this commercial would come on TV and it was a match and the match was lit and had this flame coming off of it. And then they take these pads, these tux pads, and actually wrap it around the match and put the fire out. It makes this noise like, cools it off. And being like, I had no idea what that was for. It's like hemorrhoids. And I didn't know what it's for. It's just on national TV in between my shows I'm trying to watch. But that was such a, a big thing. And on national television when there weren't that many stations because it was a big problem. Well, it is a big problem because people are not able to completely eliminate and they're straining and struggling. And hemorrhoids, again, are very, very painful. If you've ever been exposed to that or know anyone who has, it is not fun at all. And again, the solution is not tux pads. That's treating a symptom. The actual solution is not straining trying to use the bathroom in the first place. And that all comes from getting in the proper pooping position. Now, number four is another thing that actually has a significant amount of research behind it, showing that a sitting posture, sitting on the normal Western toilet, increases the incidence of having diverticulosis of the colon. And this is another situation that is, again, not fun. You can end up hospitalized because of this. And what it is essentially is Basically, they're outpocketings of the colonic mucosa and submucosa through essentially a weakness of the muscle layers in the colon wall. So basically, we can look at this as an inflammation of the colon environment. You know, it's supposed to be this nice, smooth environment, but the little finger-like structures start to get pushed out and creates a lot of pain and a lot of difficulty having a bowel movement because of this diverticulosis. It's pretty predominant in our culture, but again, a lot of people aren't talking about it. And actually, statistics show that more than 10% of the United States population over the age of 40 have diverticulosis. And now here's the big kicker is that 50% over the age of 60 has diverticulosis. So with age and pooping in the wrong position over time, it's going to catch up to you if it hasn't already. You know, some people, younger people like, yeah, I... You know, I drop bombs. It's nothing. When I go to the bathroom, it's a show. But again, this is just based on an experience of that individual. And they have nothing to compare it to. You know, they may think that they're dropping bombs, that they're pooping properly and they're getting rid of all the stuff in their body. But in actuality, they're using a ton of toilet paper because the poop isn't actually coming all the way out and just, you know, nipped at the end of it you know it's supposed to be come right out and it gets nipped off with when you're in that proper position but they're wiping for days because it's just a mess and that 
feces is actually pushed up against the anus and it can get a little bit gross actually, but that's not supposed to happen. When you get in the right pooping position, what you're gonna find actually is you're gonna save a lot of money on tissue. You don't need to wipe so much, if at all, because the feces is actually coming all the way out and that's a it's a done deal. So anyways, it's really having something to compare it to. Once you've pooped the right way in the right position, that our ancestors, that our genetics expect us to get into this position, then it's a whole new world opens up. You know, you're not in the bathroom for, you know, ridiculous amount of time and having some profound spiritual experience in the bathroom. You just go into the bathroom, getting rid of the waste and getting back on with your life, how it's supposed to be. So that was the fourth thing. Number five is a pretty touchy one, but something that needs to get a bigger light shined on it. And this is the fact that not completely eliminating and stress and strain on the colon is actually one of the indicating factors or one of the things that's been shown to contribute to colon cancer. We now know that cancer needs certain epigenetic influences to grow and to start to take over and get on top of our immune system. One of those influences is the internal environment that we create within ourselves, either consciously or unconsciously. And your colon is actually the body's sewage system. It's the body's sewage treatment facility. And just like in your home, the sewage system gets backed up, all stuff, everything is just gonna break loose up on the surface. It's gonna get really bad, really nasty, really fast. And our colons are our body's sewage treatment facility, and we need to take care of them as such. And if there's a lot of debris and waste hanging around because we're not properly eliminating, it's just creating the environment for our genes to start to express certain programs of dis-ease to try to trigger us or get us to change our behaviors. So it's not an indicator of, you know, you're going to die This is some program to try to take you out. This is a program to try to get you to change, to get back to doing the things that the body expects so that we can live in harmony with our own bodies and be a healthy, happy, whole individual. So eliminating properly, very, very important as a preventative measure for colon cancer. So one other thing that I wanna say about it is the fact that your colon actually has nerve endings that extend throughout the perimeter of your entire body. You know, there's nerve endings that connect to your to your heart, to your pancreas, uh, certain parts of your brain that actually connect directly to your colon. If there's impacted waste material there, you know, it's going to influence these organs. This is very well known in the work of Dr. Norman Walker, for example, who had a tremendous record of longevity and helping thousands of people uh, re- regain their health with a focus on the colon and understanding how important it is to have that area of the body clean. And also your colon is the last place of recycling to take place in your body. Your body is all about efficiency and getting everything that it can. So when the food that you've eaten finally hits the colon, the waste matter, your colon is gonna try to pull any leftover stuff there out that it can. But the problem is that if you have the same nastiness, the same debris still there in your colon, your body's gonna be absorbing that nastiness over and over again and you know you it's basically your body's eating it okay and you are what you eat so if your body's recycling and eating that poo that crap you're gonna feel like crap you are what you eat you're gonna feel like crap you're gonna treat people like crap you're gonna think crappy thoughts you just need to get your colon clean 
And the number one thing to do that is actually getting in the right position, all right? Not taking a bunch of laxatives and herbal laxative, all this stuff. That's nice. Those are treating symptoms. The solution is learning how to poop again. All right, that's number five. Number six, and the final danger of sitting on the toilet that I'm going to share with you today is the possible damage to your pelvic floor. Now, your pelvic floor is so important, so wildly important. It's best to visualize your pelvic floor as like a hammock that all of your lower organs actually rest on. It supports all of your lower organs. And it's critical for that. It's critical for support. The problem is that with excessive strain from sitting improperly on the toilet, the pelvic floor can be damaged. And this can lead to something called a prolapse where your organs actually start to slip out of place. And I've had people come into my office that have had this problem happen and it's nothing pretty. It's so, so bad. It's, it's one of those things you don't even want to go to Google images and look at prolapse. But just because I said that somebody might go do it, it is not pretty. And it's one of those things that can happen as a result of pushing excessively and damaging that pelvic floor. And this goes for men and women. Your pelvic floor is actually something very important with you know, your abdominal wall. It fits together with that and everything just looking right, looking proper. And we might have seen people who actually have their lower body. It seems like there's, there's something pushing down much lower on their lower body. It looks very uncomfortable. And you can rest assured they've got some prolapse issues going on. So this is something very structural that is very real that can happen as a result of sitting in an improper position on the toilet that we can all avoid by getting in the proper pooping position. So now we come to the part of, so what do we do, Sean? What do we do? I have a toilet. I'm not going to go outside in my backyard. That's crazy. I would not expect you to do that. You know, this is not about trying to go in a time machine and go back in time. And, you know, it's not about that. It's about being intelligent and utilizing the advances that we have. But with the same time, appreciating and respecting our natural, normal human design. So here's what to do. Many people have utilized something as simple as putting a stool in front of their toilet and setting their feet on the stool to use the bathroom. My son actually had the brilliant idea of using a cooler, you know, something we put beverages in and whatnot to go out to a picnic or whatever, just a real cooler. He set it in the bathroom after he learned about this stuff and we talked about it. He started using the cooler to prop his feet up, which is awesome. But what I'm absolutely in love with is this amazing design of the Squatty Potty. So the Squatty Potty is something that's getting a ton of media exposure now. It was actually on Dr. Oz recently. And you know, once it's on Dr. Oz, it's so official. But in all seriousness, you know, we talk about these things and then, you know, years later we might see it on Dr. Oz and people kind of caught up with it. Oh, it's true, it's true. Well, nothing changed about the way that we need to be pooping. It's just that something came out that somebody put together and it got on national TV. And it's like, oh, wow, that's a good invention. When in fact, this is something that could have been helpful throughout this whole time when people are experiencing all those symptoms and the dangers that we talked about already. So it's just getting back to what's really natural. And what I really love about it is it has a perfect design. It's well-built, it's discreet, and it's made to fit perfectly on your existing toilet. The reviews for the Squatty Potty are absolutely amazing. 
and which is to be expected when you create a product that impacts the lives of people in such a powerful way. And the thing is, you will notice a difference from moment number one of using the squatty potty versus sitting the traditional way on the standard toilet that we all grew up being exposed to. From moment number one, using the squatty potty, you'll notice a difference. A complete release. No excess straining. You know, give it a nice little push, let it go, and then get back to your life. The crafting and the design are amazing as well. From the standard eco-plastic to the all-white 100% recycled wood fiber, which is my personal favorite, and the 100% natural handmade bamboo stool. And like I said, the design is amazing. You know, why use a stool that's going to be sliding all over the place and doesn't actually put you in that perfect position to eliminate properly? And it's awkward and it just it doesn't fit in your bathroom properly. When you can use something that's actually made for this purpose, it's designed to fit your already existing toilet. It's very discreet. It fits nicely. You don't have to try and store it somewhere. And you actually, the biggest benefit is you get into the perfect position to actually eliminate completely. You know, a lot of love and care and consideration and intention went into creating this product. And I really appreciate the integrity that the Edwards family actually have to putting out and creating the Squatty Potty. And these are the types of caring businesses that we really need to support. So we're going to go ahead and put a link to the Squatty Potty right below this podcast so that you can get the Squatty Potty into your home and help to protect the health and well-being of your family with something that's essential to being a complete, healthy, happy, and whole individual. And that's getting rid of the waste that we have in our body every day the right way. I want to thank you for tuning in and make sure that you share this podcast with everybody you care about. This is Sean Stevenson signing off from Be Well Buzz, and I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening. Go to www.bewellbuzz.com for more natural health information and subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Don't forget to share this podcast with your family and friends. Stay tuned for more from Be Well Buzz.